Sometimes there's the accusation that, Father, you talk an awful lot about sin. Um, I'm like, yeah, guilty. <laughs> Get it? Hi, my name is Father Mike Schmitz, and this is Ascension Presents. Is there such a thing as an accidental sin? The answer, ultimately, no. <laughs> I mean, because a lot of times we think, like, you know, sin is a mistake, or a, a sin is, yeah, I, I again, I had an accident. I should have done that thing. I remember being, a, being younger and thinking, I don't think I could explain why something's a sin if no one gets hurt. Like, I remember thinking about this and just thinking, like, I don't know, there's some things that... There's some sins where no one gets hurt. And the question is, how could there be a sin if no one gets hurt? It goes to the heart of what is our definition of a sin? Like, what is it at the, what is, what is the heart of sin? You know, some will say, well, at the heart of sin is, is pride. Thank you very much, professor. What do you mean? That's to say, at the heart of sin, we're saying something to the Lord. Again, this is not just an accident. It's not just, not just a mistake. It's not wrong because someone got hurt. It's this, it's God made us for relationship with him. The most basic relationship we can have with God is as creature to creator. Like that's the most basic fundamental form of relationship we could have. God is the creator. We are his creatures. Now, later on, we find out that God is, is not only the creator, he's, he's good, he, he cares, he's just, he loves us, and he created us to actually share in his love. He created us to share in his life. He created us to be in a relationship with him. In fact, he created us so much in his image and likeness and for relationship that he wants to make us his sons and daughters through baptism. And so, like, and, and his friends, Jesus even says to his disciples, I call you friends. So this, this is like kind of the heights of the of relationship, but at the heart of it is our approach to God is, you're God, I'm not. Later on, it gets to be, and you're my father, and I'm your adopted child. It gets to be even, even that, that image in scripture of the beloved spouse of God himself. And there's this intimacy, right? This friendship, this, this closeness. But at the ground level, you're God and I'm not. Which means God gets to tell me how to live. God gets to tell me what's right and what's wrong. And so when I choose right, sometimes I'm choosing right because that's what I want. Yeah, I, I want to do the right thing. And sometimes I'm choosing the right thing because I'm saying, okay, God, I don't want to do this but you've asked me to, and so I'm going to do this. Sin is the opposite. Sin is essentially saying, you've heard me say this a thousand times, God, I know what you want. I don't care. I want what I want. God, I know what you want. Maybe, maybe even I'd really like to give it to you, but I'm not going to. See, the, when it comes to sin, there's always, there's always three elements to it. There is the thing chosen, right? The sin itself, which can be grave or less grave. So if it's, if it's grave, it's potential for mortal sin. The working is a mortal sin. If it's, if it's not as grave, potential for venial sin. That's the first thing, the, the sin itself. Secondly, I have knowledge. In fact, we'd say, I have, if, I want to have a, if I want to have a mortal sin, I don't want to. If there's something that's going to be potentially mortal sin, I have to have full knowledge. I have to know that it's a sin. It, I can't be ignorant of the fact that this is what God actually asks of me. So there's the sin itself. I, there's knowledge. I have knowledge that this is a sin. And thirdly, I have full consent of my will. Like I freely choose, I freely choose this thing. No, these are the essential elements of sin. Not that we want to have essential elements, but that's what it is. So because of that, we recognize there's no such thing as an accidental sin, right? Because a sin at the heart of it is God, I know what you want. So I know. So there's not a lack of knowledge. And also there's the, but I want what I want. I'm going to choose what I want to do. So there's not a lack of choice. Now, there are times in our lives where I didn't know. Like, I, I truly didn't know. I know people who have la- been raised their entire lives as Catholics, and they didn't know that it is a grave sin, mortal sin, in fact, to intentionally skip Mass on Sundays. 
They didn't know that it's intent. It's a it's a mortal sin. Like for example, we have online masses. We put those masses online for people who are unable to get to mass because they're sick, they're shut in, they're homebound, they're taking care of someone who's sick, shut in, or homebound. But if I were to say, um, you know what, I'm not going to go to mass this Sunday. I'm just going to watch it on on YouTube. I'm going to go to the Ascension Presents Mass Channel. Sundays with Ascension Mass Channel. That would be a mortal sin. Some people though, they don't know that. Did they have full knowledge? Well, in that case, maybe not. Right now. Is it still a sin? We'll get to that in a second because we have to have the sin itself. I have to know it's a sin. Also, maybe I, I, I didn't choose it. For example, go back to the mass example and we say, okay, so I know it is a mortal sin to intentionally skip mass on a Sunday. But uh, I got to my car and I'm living in northern Minnesota and it's 40 degrees below and my car wouldn't start. And I thought like I was going to get to the 6 p.m. Sunday night mass and I'm leaving at, at 510 because I can make it there in 10 minutes. Um, but the car would start. I called my friends. They didn't answer. They were already at mass or whatever the thing happened, right? Like I couldn't get a ride. My car wouldn't start. I started walking and realized like by the time I get there, it's going to be 645 because I drive a lot faster than I walk. I don't know. <laughs> one of those kind of things. So it wasn't my choice not to go to mass. I, I, I chose mass, but I was prevented. I was prevented by the weather, by, by my car. I was prevented from by circumstance to get what I chose. So that might be an accident. That might be a mistake. Like, I, yeah, you know, if you thought about it, you could have gone out earlier and checked to see if your car was working. But I assume my car would be working. It's always worked in the past, right? So that makes some, some kind of sense there. In those cases, there's still a sin in the sense that I was, I've been commanded to worship the Lord. And we, the way we worship the Lord on Sundays is through the Mass. So there is the, the thing happened. Like, I didn't go to Mass. So that's done. But I remember, remember I said at the beginning, like it's, it's sometimes it was harder for me earlier in, in life to, to try to explain why something's a sin if no one gets hurt. Someone gets hurt in every sin. Like I, I wound myself when I know something is wrong and I choose to do it or when I know something is right and I fail to do it. Even if it's, even if no one outside of myself is observably injured. I've injured my, my soul. Like I've injured my relationship with God. Every time I say to God, God, I know what you want me to do. I don't care. I want, I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm injuring my soul. I'm injuring my relationship with the Lord. I'm not hurting God, but I'm hurting my relationship with God. This is a bad example, but we'll just go with me on this one. I found 20 bucks on the, on the, on the countertop. And, uh, I was like, oh, this must be mine. It must be my $20. And so I take the $20, put it in my pocket. And it turns out that actually that was Joey's 20 bucks. And I just took Joey's 20 bucks, mistakenly thinking that was mine. That's a mistake, right? That's not a sin. I didn't know it was my, it was Joey's money. Took it on purpose. I thought it was mine. So I took the $20. So the damage is done. Joey does not have $20. So yes, there's, there's a damage that happens, but my soul is still intact. My relationship with the Lord is still intact because, because I didn't choose to say no to God. Does that make sense? So, so there is the damage that still happens. That is a, there is a, a, an evil that happens, right? Joey is now without 20 bucks. But there's no sin in the sense that I did not knowingly and voluntarily choose that sin. Now, the opposite is also true. I see the 20 bucks. I know that it's not my 20 bucks. I know it's Joey's 20 bucks and I make the decision. I'm going to take Joey's 20 bucks and I go walk over to the counter. I'm going to take Joey's 20 bucks and Joey walks in. And so I don't take Joey's 20 bucks. Now, no damage externally has happened. Joey says, that's my $20. Thank you for finding that. And he takes his 20 bucks, gets his 20 bucks back. But internally, my intention, my resolution, my choice was, 
I was going to take Joey's, I knew it was his, knew it wasn't mine, and I was gonna take what I knew wasn't mine, but I was prevented from taking it. In that case, the external consequences, there aren't any external consequences because Joey has his 20 bucks. The internal consequences are the same. I knew it was wrong, and I had freely chosen to do the wrong thing. I was prevented from accomplishing my, my choice. So the, the damage I did to my soul, that's still real. The damage I did to my relationship with the Lord, that's still real. Even if my intentions were foiled, right, they were stopped, the damage internally has still been done. So this is one of the realities. Of course, there's an external element of our sins. And there's an internal element of all of our sins. Everything pivots on knowledge and will. Everything pivots on these gifts God's given to us of intellect and will. That I know what you want me to do. And I say, no, okay, it pivots on this. I pivot away from the Lord. God, I know what you want me to do. And I say yes to you. And I pivot toward the Lord. It all comes down to these incredible gifts that God has given us. Whether there's an external effect of this or merely internal, or whether there's external but no internal, that's, that's up for the, each individual circumstance, each, each individual situation. Just so you and I know that everything will pivot on, God, I know what you want. Yes. God, I know what you want. Yes. As you've heard me say a thousand times before, that's what being a saint is. As Father Benedict Rochelle said, a saint is someone who says yes to God and then just never stops saying yes. So my friends, say yes. And never stop saying yes. For all of us here at Ascension Presents, my name is Father Mike. God bless.